How would you like to be part of a conversation that changed someone's life or even changed your own life? Welcome to the Be Fun, Be Kind podcast, where we have amazing discussions hosted by someone new each week. Join us at BeFunBeKind.com to be part of our live events. Now, here's your host for this week's episode. But hello, everyone, and welcome for those of you that join live or in the replay. My name is Nicole Gerard. My name is Laura Moon, and we are together, Bear Slate. And managing Bear partners Slate. Bear Slate. Yeah. And um, what we're about, we're about um, bringing new ideas out into the world. We're about learning. We're about um, not being afraid to go for the things that we want in life. And questions yeah so we have two podcasts uh we have two shows on youtube uh mm-hmm. one where we go early in the morning live at 6 a.m so that we are learning something new finding ways to create kick a new mind kickstart the day um mm-hmm. and just just take advantage of those wee hours of the morning but we're here today to talk to you exactly. guys about one of our favorite of, topics. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Truly. So. <laughs> yeah. Go. Take it away. Today's episode is all about the pity party timer. And it's a it's a fun little nickname that uh, mm-hmm. started out as a, a private joke or mm-hmm. a way to say snap out of it when you find yourself spiraling down Mm -hmm. the slide of despair and anger and frustration and um it's just a way to remind yourself that it doesn't have to be that way now i think this was created uh you and your husband uh Mm -hmm. created this strategy (laughs) yes (laughs) we did Uh, so that you could Agree to agree to disagree to allow yourself the time to decompress and regroup yeah. without yep. saying things that could lead to, you know, future problems in life. Exactly. Precisely. So, so for example, let's say um, you ask someone to pick up butter at the store on the way home because you need to make pies. It is the holidays right now. You're desperately in need of that. They're coming home and they forget to pick it up. Well, instead of being angry at them for the rest of the night, for the rest of the week, for the rest of the holiday, because they forgot, give yourself 10 minutes to have your personal grown-up temper Mm. tantrum. Mm. And what we say is feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. But after that 10 minutes is up, continuing to feel those feelings of frustration and anger and resentment do not serve you. And I think primarily that's what we want to point out today. Absolutely. That there's even though we can't necessarily put a time limit on things like grief or disappointment or things that make Mm. us feel bad, we can't fast forward through the emotions, um, but we can control them and we can learn strategies to develop that growth mindset that Mm -hmm. helps you navigate it better. So sure. It's easy to say, set a, set a clock and move on, like get over it. Um, but it's not so easy to do in practice. And one of the things that Nicole and I do in everything we do is we look for the practical application. Like how can I implement things in my life that are going to make my life easier to navigate? Um, Because we find that first of all, we, most people spend 95% of their life in autopilot. Mm 
So one way to move ourselves out of that is to be conscious and to be consciously aware of our actions and how we react to situations. So when we end up being disappointed or we end up being hurt or we feel discouraged or frustrated, all of those things that make us in that position where we need to set a clock to stop the the way we're thinking. um, This is, this is why we talk and look at strategies for this. So yes, some of the things that we can do that we have learned through experience and trying and I'm sure that one of these experiences will work. They may not all work for mm-hmm. you. Um, of course. But we need to start to think about the way we think about moving through this. So we know that the pity party clock gives us a start and a finish so that we can mm-hmm. mourn and grieve the, the loss or the pain or the disappointment that we have experienced from something. Mm-hmm. And for me, the the first step or the first shift is in the mindset to say, you know, I didn't accomplish that. I didn't succeed in that. I'm just not there yet. Right. So it provides me with a little bit of insight and hope into the fact that just because it didn't happen today, or just because I didn't get the results that I wanted today, it doesn't mean that it's not impossible. It means that I'm just not ready, or I'm just not there yet. And that is one strategy, right? To help you navigate through. So spend that time, that pity party time thinking precisely and I think a good uh, example that everyone can relate to for that is perhaps during a job search we all know that you may have to apply to 10 15 maybe even 100 positions Mm -hmm. but if people say no or not the right fit or not right now that doesn't mean no forever And just like the search for a good position where not only you and the employer are both happy, it's a not yet. Because as soon as you find the job, now you're done that particular journey and you move on to something else. Mm -hmm. The place where this sort of concept of setting the pity party timer comes in, though, is if you apply to a job, get rejected, and then never apply to a job again because it felt gross to be rejected it felt you feel like something's happened to you and then you carry that feeling forward so for example I mean everyone's been rejected when they apply to a job be disappointed feel sad feel I was hopeful and it didn't work out but after a few hours continuing to feel that way doesn't help you move forward well yeah I like to call that disappointment decision making yeah, right? yeah, precisely. Yeah. I was disappointed because I didn't hear back from them. Therefore, right. I'm going to make a decision based on that, which is I'm mm-hmm. not going to do it again because it felt bad. And yeah, the second exactly. that you start to think like that and you start to make decisions based on past failures or past decisions mm-hmm. that didn't work out and you stop trying. Mm-hmm. That's when you need to step back and say, OK, hold on a second. I'm not going to make my decisions moving forward based on what bad experiences I had in the past. And we can also look at that as hindsight bias, right? I was here before it didn't feel good. So I'm never going there again, just because it felt like that in the past doesn't mean it's going to feel the same in the future. That's right. We need to start to look at being open to the possibility of changing the future. The second that we close off from that, And we don't set the timer on the pity party clock and we don't realize that we need to stop the way we were thinking 
And again, like you said, it's okay. Like wallow, you know, eat a tub of Haagen-Dazs and watch a good movie, whatever makes you feel good for that time. But when that time is up, Mm -hmm. know that there is going to be some work that needs to go in to yourself to make sure that you don't stay there. And I think it's really hard right now because of all the force change. And there's a lot of disappointment um, everywhere. There's people coming into the holidays or disappointed that, you know, we're not going to be able to be with our friends and family this time of year. Mm -hmm. Um, But we need to be open to new ways of of exactly where we're headed and what, what lies ahead. And part of this too, also, like we said, it started as a sort of private joke. Yeah. But then as, as we learned and, and Laura mentioned at the top, we do host a morning show. So it's 6am Eastern every morning, the early morning experience. Yeah. One of the nine day periods for the show, we studied Amy Moran's 13 things that mentally strong people don't do. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that mentally strong and resilient and capable people do is they don't look at their past mistakes as gospel and say, right. it's going to keep happening. It's going to be the future. I, I'm stuck here in this point of time. That's it. And mm-hmm. it's part of the reason why we brought up this anecdote is to say, well, one way we get past an event where we are disappointed or angry or we have a disagreement with someone is put a limit on it and then get past it, feel your feelings, but don't take those feelings with you because then, like you said, you're cutting off the new experiences and the new opportunities moving forward because you don't see it. So many. And And that's something we don't recognize. You cut off people, you cut people out of your life. You stop trusting you start presenting uh, this behavior that is just, mm-hmm. it, it's really Suspicious not helpful. Everything. Yeah. And you, you know, honestly, like, I mean, this, this, this show is called be fun, be kind. And yeah, we often talk about, you know, be fun, to, be fun and, and be kind with yourself. Absolutely. Because when we practice this type of behavior that is negative and not, not moving us forward and preventing us from, opening the door to new opportunities, the only person that really gets hurt is, is yourself. Um, And it is a very hard lesson to learn, but Mm -hmm. once you start to recognize it, you're hundred percent right. It's, and we're not saying that you have to be happy all the time. You have to be positive, uh, positive. We're we're saying like, yeah, like swear, do whatever you want. Like get it out of your system. Feel it, feel the pain, feel the you know, discouraged, feel all of the things, but then look at the optimistic future that lies ahead and let the power of that emotion of what wonderful things can happen, mm-hmm. rewrite the memories of the ones that, that didn't help. You know, it's yeah holding on to those memories of bad experiences or things that were, that, you know, you just remember were so awful. Mm-hmm. Do absolutely nothing for you moving forward. Absolutely. And that's the thing too. If you think about it, we use an alarm clock in the morning to interrupt our sleep and get Mm -hmm. us to do something else, which is get up, right? Yeah. Part of it, it, if you consider, again, there's another Dr. Joe Dispenza that we've been studying quite a bit lately and Mm -hmm. talking about how our memories and emotions and thoughts imprint in us physically. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And if you consider for just a moment, you can't actively focus on two different thoughts at the same time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get a call back for that job that I really wanted. My life is over. What am I going to do? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Versus I guess I wasn't the right fit for them. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe I wouldn't have been a good fit. It wouldn't have been a good fit for me On to the next. Yeah. You can't think those two things at the same time. Right. But you can't hold on to them. Yeah. And focus on them. Just like I can't be in two places at once. So from a neuropathway perspective, yeah. Whatever path you decide to focus on and run up and down and make that path and that groove really deep is the one that's going to stick. Mm-hmm. It's so the one you're going to, inter- it's your fallback path. It's where you're going. 100%. Where you've been is what and you I, know and it's where you go. If you think about it, Laura, when we've explained this concept to people that are very comfortable focusing on the negative and we say, okay, yeah. give yourself 20 minutes and then move on. They look at you like, I can't possibly do that. What are you talking about? I must sit and feel my emotions and work through them for years before I can move on. Mm -hmm. To which we say, why? Why? Yeah, why? Who? But why? Who is is it helping? Who is benefiting from that behavior? Yeah. Um, And sometimes, and and sometimes it is really hard. It's really hard to set that clock. But it's, like most strategies in life, it's, it's those tiny little things that we can start to think about. Um, and when you start to think about 10 tiny little things a little bit differently, mm-hmm. you've then shifted a large percentage yeah. of the way that you think. So the next time you get upset or frustrated or disappointed, we hope that you think, oh my God, I need to set a pity party clock. How much time <laughs> do I think I need to process this? And what can I do while I'm sort of wallowing all of this so that I know how to get myself out of it? So we want you to start to think about establishing and developing that growth mindset that sets you up to succeed and get more out of your life. Because when we choose to not take action and we choose to fail and we choose not to reapply or try, then Mm -hmm. we are making a choice to settle. And we are making a choice to become complacent and we are making a choice to not bring happiness and joy into our life. And Mm -hmm. it is a choice as, as hard as that may sound, it truly is a choice because I can choose right now to be very grumpy and very angry and I could fight with you all I want, (laughs) or I can choose (laughs) to sit with you and laugh and exchange information. And even if we disagreed on a topic, which we do all the time, even if we didn't, even if, even if I was having a bad day, you know, yesterday I was having a little bit of a bad day. I've had a series of days that have been particularly challenging for me. Not ideal. You spill your coffee on your, you know, lovely wool, light gray carpet and, you know, your dog is barking at you. I mean, we all have all of these external stressors and the kids are pulling on you and you don't want to make their lunch. And some kids got COVID and you're just, you're done. Like you just start shutting down. Yeah. Um, And yesterday I had to set a pity party clock for myself and, you know, Nicole, you were fantastic with it. You were like, okay, are you done now? So that we can move (laughs) ahead. Are we ready to have a conversation are you in the right mindset? And I needed mm. time to reset yeah. 
set that pity party clock because I needed to feel that the, the reality of what I was experiencing. And I also needed to accept the responsibility to be able to move through it and understand how to get myself out. So again, Mm -hmm. not dwelling on past memories, not dwelling on this is how it was. It will always be this way. Uh, not mm-hmm. allowing it to always be the same way, making a choice yeah. to talk about it and confront conversations that maybe you don't really want to have, but giving mm-hmm. yourself time to think about them and prepare for them before you walk into them. That's what the pity party clock is all about. It's all about yeah. giving yourself an adult time out. It's, it's true. That's exactly what it is. Calm the heck down. Yeah. Bring your emotional barometer of crazy into check mm-hmm. so that you can start thinking rationally and logically. Yes. And then slowly move back into the world so that you're not fighting it every step of the way. Yeah. And what's especially interesting, and the reason why we want to do this pattern interrupt is when you think about times that you feel heated or or all of a sudden angry, someone cuts you off. We all have heard the natural response of fight, flight, or freeze. Yes. Well, what's happening in your body is what's called the amygdala hijack. And your brain is flooded with chemicals and hormones saying, danger, you need to pay attention. And are you going to fight, run, or freeze? Mm -hmm. That's a normal physiological reaction. There's nothing you can do about it because it happens before you can think about the fact that it's happening. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. What is not cool, however, is letting that reaction happen. And you take a moment. That's where we see the, what do you call it? Something, the finger yoga? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I call it finger yoga. Right? <laughs> the kids, it's like. You do this. Yeah, just do a little finger yoga. Take count a time to out. 10. Calm Everyone's down. heard this. Right? Take a deep breath. Count to 10. Count backwards mm-hmm. from 10. Do your finger yoga to 10. That's because that's how long it takes for your prefrontal cortex, your ability to think, Mm -hmm. to kick back in and shake off the hormones and go, okay, what just happened? Right. Well, because it's that's created over time with us when we were running from animals that would eat us. Yeah. Which is (laughs) totally cool. So we haven't had a chance to develop. (laughs) So here's what normally happens. The flooding happens. Our cognitive function takes over. Our executive function takes over. Okay, we're good. We're fine. But because you still have those chemicals and those hormones in your body, and it takes a bit for them to dissipate, Mm -hmm. now you are able to make a choice, Mm -hmm. a conscious choice. Mm -hmm. Do I want to sit here and relive the hormone flush? Do I want to sit Mm -hmm. here and relive the chemicals, which, by the way, causes them to come again? Mm-hmm. Do I want to cause the reaction and stay angry and stay anxious and stay frustrated? Or do I want to set the clock, give yeah. myself 10 minutes to calm all the way down and say, you know what? I don't want to do that again. Yeah. What's a better alternative to react in this situation, <laughs> right? Give myself yeah. a hot minute to calm down, take yeah. a breath. And say, you know what? The guy that cut me off in traffic probably didn't see me because there's some emergency happening. It had nothing to do with me. What, and most things have nothing to do with us. Like we, 99.9% of things have nothing. that it all has to do with us. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with us, other people's it's behavior. It's true. No one's yeah. paying attention, you know? Um, but 
yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing when we can start to realize how and when we choose to make decisions and how we decide we react to certain environments. It's also important to recognize that a lot of those chemicals that we are producing are very addictive to us. And that when those, when those chemicals are produced, there is something that we're getting from them. Um, Mm -hmm. We have to remember that we get adrenaline from rage. We need to learn how to redirect, redirect that to something positive. Um, And that takes time and that takes practice. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is really being able to focus on your language, how you choose to behave and respond when you know and how you can set reminders or triggers that this is happening to you because the first step is awareness. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm feeling quite heightened right now. I can feel some surge. I'm flushing. My heart is racing. I am not going to act like rationally start the clock. Like I need a countdown here and I'm going to remove myself from the environment until I am able to re-enter without rage and yeah it's not easy real rage rage is real well let me tell you rage rage is is real real. and some of us are you know i believe some of us are born with a little more than others uh some of us have spent the last 35 years or 40 years or 50 years developing this behavior um, really good at being mad yeah like yeah you get really good yeah at whatever behavior you have practiced. That's right. Because we practice it over and over again. What we have That's to right. realize it's a choice and we can make yes. a choice not to live our life that way. So that's the pity party clock. That is the pity party clock. There is always something Laura and I like to do and that's practical application, a what we call it during our show, a take action tip of the day. Yeah. When it comes to this particular um, topic, Mm -hmm. I have found that one small area that you can test to see whether or not you have an attraction to those sort of negative chemicals and hits Mm. of adrenaline or dopamine Mm -hmm. is when it comes to gossip. Oh, yeah. Gossip allows you to relive an experience Uh often negative because it wouldn't be called gossip if I was talking about how amazing Laura is and oh my god I'm so thankful that she's my business partner I cannot imagine life (laughs) any other way this is it for me Laura is the best which she is she said it (laughs) if I'm saying nasty things about her because she ticked me off and came in here and was angry at me and super grumpy and now I spend the next three days talking to everyone that will listen about how mean Laura was to me at work today yeah gossiping if you're addicted to that feeling of anxiety and stress and you feel comfortable being messy then you will know when you are gossiping does it perk you up a little bit to hear a little bit of tea about somebody or do you feel kind of gross I don't know I get kind of excited about gossip sometimes and then I think oh man like I can't go there I can't jump on that wagon like that's just downright mean and what am I getting from it but that's reliving that's the pity party I know I know experience I know but I have learned over time Mm. not jumping on that wagon feels a heck of a lot better. Oh yes, it does. 
right? I know, but yes, it does. If, if you're the one that wants to, to hop on the wagon and be like, oh my God, but did you hear this? Or did you hear this? Or do you, you know, you, Ask yourself you why? it's hard to break it though. It's hard to break it. And also it is. because it's an instant gratification, you feel like, yeah, like I'm going to go for that because it feels good right now, but it doesn't yep. feel good later. And nope. by recognizing that and not partaking in it, um, that's how it's you. It's a good way to cut it off. Yeah. And it's also a good way to um, find new things that actually do feel yeah. good and new conversations exactly. to start. You know, you can control that conversation. You don't need to feed the gossip. Um, that's right. And that's where we start to practice being kind. And right? being fun. And being fun. <laughs> so, so for anyone that is watching this um, in the replay, please feel free to come and join Laura and I. Like we said, we are live every weekday on our YouTube yeah. channel at 6 a.m. Eastern. You can join us there each morning to kickstart your day in a good way. And uh-huh. we are at Bear Slate everywhere on social b-a-r-e-s-l-a-t-e dot c-a because we're canadian you can find us everywhere at bear slate we'd love to hear from you guys and what you might like to hear us chat about next yeah we have lots of topics we love to talk we love to learn we love to share we love to have fun we love to laugh we (laughs) we will never settle ever for anything uh that we don't want so if you there want you to go. join us, we don't want you, you to either. Cheer, if you need a cheerleader, if you need yeah. uh, a pick me up, whatever it looks like, uh, if you need someone to have a little bit of rage with, we can do that and move through it. <laughs> yes. And if you set, if you actually set a pity party timer, let us know. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. I yeah. would love to hear. It would be. <laughs> absolutely. We'd love to hear it. Um, yeah. Any, any feedback? is a gift. So thank you so much for Thanks, coming. Guys. And Thanks guys. Thanks for having us. <laughs> and uh, go out, have fun, be fun, do all the things. Be fun, be kind. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in this week. We would love for you to be part of our next discussion. Join our live events happening every week at befunbekind.com. See you soon.